Yo, za dudes. Yo, here we go. Episode three. And this one is by popular demand. I, I had multiple people sliding in my DMs being like, Yo, Chris, can you make a episode about psychedelics, please? You know, and I was like, shit, I love psychedelics. So, yeah, I, I would actually love to, to actually talk about psychedelics and what they mean to me. Because psychedelics, sadly, within our society are looked down upon they're taboo very much in a nature and that's a very sad thing because there is a, a lot of beneficial properties of psychedelics a lot of spirituality in psychedelics to where you could argue that all the other drugs available to society oftentimes prevent personal growth they're used as coping methods you know more or less to end pain and you know because pain is associated with growth because to grow typically you have to be uncomfortable and pain facilitates being uncomfortable quite well so i'll at least tell you this is that there's nothing to fear of psychedelics as long as you don't fear yourself. That is the biggest thing that I have learned through all of my trips, you know, whether it was LSD or whether it was psilocybin. And so essentially, a lot of people... You know, they don't want to try psychedelics their first time because they hear, oh, a bad trip. It's like a nightmare, but you're awake and you'll hallucinate and you'll see things and the things will tell you to do bad things and you can't turn it off and you're trapped. You know, a lot of people, you know, think that sadly. And it is kind of due to the older generations, honestly, um, with their perceptions. Like, I remember one time I was having a conversation with my aunt. And she was like, Chris, are you off the drugs? And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I, I actually am. Since I've gone on a fruit-based diet, I really have no need for drugs. My, my body every day is not in pain. It actually feels quite great. So, you know, I'm done with smoking and I haven't drank in a year anyways. And uh, she's like, well, what about those psychedelics, Chris? And I got so excited because I thought she was asking curiously. And I was like, oh my god, they're so amazing. I just had such a wonderful trip the other weekend. And I went hiking and oh my gosh, the mountains were beautiful. The sky, the creeks, oh, I, I couldn't even. And she was like, oh, Chris, you shouldn't be doing those. And I was like, but Aunt Terry, why? And she's like, they're bad for you. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, well, I used to work in a hospital and I saw someone who came in and, and he was tripping. And I'm like, 
okay, a person who goes to a hospital because they're tripping clearly was a person that shouldn't have been taking that many psychedelics to begin with, let's be real. And she was like, nah, this happens to everyone. And I'm like, well, Aunt Terry, I've actually never had a bad trip in my entire life. I've even tried to give myself a bad trip just to experience it. But, you know, she didn't listen. I tried to explain the spirituality and how you perceive energy and feel energy and you know, you connect with yourself on deeper levels, and I even told her, because she's religious, I even told her, like, you feel very connected to the universe, to God, and she's like, Chris, I get all of my spirituality from church, I don't need your drugs, and I was like, okay, I have to go to work, catch you later, Aunt Terry. And so that's been my experience of the older generations when it comes to psychedelics and those stubborn, ignorant views. Sadly, they persist in our society because you got to keep in mind that demographic currently is in power. They they hold all of the offices of power. They hold the money to where the younger generations, you know, we're not in offices of power. We don't got a lot of money in our bank accounts. So typically a lot of people listen to that demographic and it's very sad, honestly. Um, but anyways, so that's just kind of like a context of psychedelics. I'll tell you my personal experiences with it. And I just want to say pleasurable, enlightening energetic honestly I could keep going beautiful oh man beautiful do the colors get wonderful and the patterning everywhere and that's something that really if you're considering taking psychedelics I really suggest that that's what you focus on is the beauty that you're going to see especially with psilocybin psilocybin tends to be more visual than lsd lsd i often kind of like to think of it as it's more energetic than visual yeah i mean personally with me at least the acid that i have makes me kind of nervous and jumpy but it's not a bad nervous it's more kind of like an excited nervous like oh boy oh boy ha ah, ah, ah. to where oh my gosh shrooms oh they make me want to giggle and laugh the simplest things will put me into a belly laugh and that's the beauty of it. I mean, psychedelics will give you a great day. All you have to do is just, when you're taking them, put yourself in a good environment. Put yourself in a good mindset. You know, don't take psychedelics and then go to your parents' house that are going to give you issues and then be wondering what's up with you kind of thing like that because that that can put some bad vibrations in the air and the psychedelics become whatever you make them and that's uh 
it can be scary because if you're not a secure person and you don't have control over your emotions and your thoughts, then this can be a very wild experience and it can be very, very scary. However, if you're a person who has done personal work, you know, so that you're a efficiently functioning happy person then you won't have any issue with psychedelic whatsoever whatsoever and that's really just the thing is um i've talked to a lot of people about you know whether they view psychedelics as hallucinogens which they're described as or Are they a compound or substance that makes you hypersensitive to energy around you? And so what I want to point out is the distinction here is hallucinations is I'm seeing things that are not there whatsoever to where hypersensitivity is I am perceiving energy that is there whether it is outside of me or whether it is in me because keep in mind psychedelics can dig up a lot of emotions that you probably have repressed and stuffed down and chose to ignore and you know if you're not ready to process those and detox them out and purge them and by that I mean you have to go through that you have to relive these emotions then it can be scary but if you are very much ready to heal then you've got a great tool right there you know a handful of shrooms oh yeah if you're if you're wanting to heal and you're ready to go through some emotions oh yeah that's a tool that is a spiritual tool right there and at least this summer has been the most psychedelic summer I've ever had, you know, and it's really given me a foundation for psychedelics. I, I tried acid prior, but this has been the summer of psilocybin, and I love psilocybin to death. In fact, I'm about to buy some spores and start growing my own because why not? Why pay stupid amounts of money for some old ones when I can get the fresh new ones from a little shoe box under you know my desk kind of thing and anyways what I wanted to say is I use them very medicinally I don't use them in a recreational kind of way like most people um I know a good amount of people that you know they'll eat some shrooms and go to a concert or some public event like that or a party and you know it it does make those events typically better you know more fun more interesting but this is what i find is in large groups of people it's hard to do a lot of self-work you know personal growth and so when i say i use them medicinally typically what happens is um I pack a nice big old fat bag for a hike out in the wilderness, you know, and warm up the car, eat 
eat however many shrooms that I'm feeling and then I drive up to A Basin or Loveland Pass and I just park the car and I start walking and anywhere that I want to go I go and typically it's a wonderful fucking day to be by yourself you know you really get to experience who you are because if you guys didn't know this um the benefits of psychedelics and shout out to terence mckenna for giving me this language they break down barriers and that's absolutely wonderful so if you have a insecurity guess what you take psychedelics it's gonna break down that barrier you're going to start acting as if you weren't insecure and that can be a very growing experience you're like oh wow i'm not acting insecure maybe that insecurity was actually never serving me in the first place why was i afraid to act this way or be this way before nothing bad is actually happening in fact i'm having a great time and uh so that's one way you can do it um another kind of way is we can talk about purging out emotions because to bring up emotions that you have more or less suppressed that's another barrier you're keeping those down now without you suppressing that because as i said it eliminates barriers you can process that emotion or it can just be in different new ways to think new connections and like i often like psychedelics when it comes to action sports because you learn so much so much because put it this way when you you know microdose or eat a little shrooms or this or that you go skiing let's say cork threes were really terrifying because you were scared of dipping them too much and it turning into a weird underflip five you know kind of thing like that well this is at least my experience is when you're on psilocybin or any psychedelic and you're breaking down that barrier that says oh don't don't throw too much this way or else bad things will happen you know then you might honestly just give it a go and see what happens and then next thing you realize is that oh no that is actually the right way you were just making a problem for yourself because you based it in fear you said i don't know so therefore this scares me and therefore i won't go there but that's the thing to learn you can't you cannot learn by words true learning is by experience and action i promise you that and I'll give like another example is recently I learned how to I can't say it's the biggest whip you've ever seen on a mountain bike but I learned how to you know catch some air on my mountain bike and whip a little bit and the beauty of it is prior to that I was terrified of doing anything but hitting a dirt jump straight because there was a few times to where it got a little squirrely in the air and the wheels weren't straight and you know 
landed, jackknifed, and I fucked up my left shoulder that's, you know, been fucked up for years. And so, therefore, I implicitly had this, you know, kind of fear that, oh my lord, if if I even try to do anything different in the air, I'm going to crash and I'm going to be in a lot of pain because that's what happens when my shoulder dislocates. It's really not fun, honestly. It's a lot of rolling around on the ground and screaming. Um, yeah, and anyways, it was actually kind of funny. One day I had a dream that I was following a homie off of some dirt jumps and I was whipping really, really well. And so later that day, I happened to be, you know, I didn't have to work that day. And so I ate some shrooms and went out on my bike and I'm like, maybe it is exactly like how my dream was. And believe it or not, I went for it and it totally fucking worked. And for me, I was just like, oh, wow. And I gained this new confidence all of a sudden. You know, falling was not an issue anymore. I had overcome the beast. And I was able to now manipulate my bike in new ways to where I was terrified to do anything to my bike in the air. So that's how I see it. It's honestly really, really great because because it's breaking down barriers that way it's allowing you to think in new ways you know and you can apply that to so many things for me i apply it to art and i apply it to action sports and i apply it to um you know my emotional well-being and also health like one of, as you guys probably all know, I'm fruit based. You know, I, I eat the majority of my day fruit, like 80% fruit. Um, but I wanted to go fully raw or fully fruititarian. And I was having issues with my dependency on that 10 to 20% of, you know, like cooked food. It, it's still all vegan, but cooked food, I kid you not. That's a that's a different animal. You know, we're talking about that shit is addicting. And why is it addicting? Well, a lot of times um it actually comes with salt, which is very acidic, or it's cooked in oil, which is fats, and when you cook a oil, it becomes or a fat, uh it becomes a free radical and so therefore it becomes acidic. And believe it or not, um, you will get addicted to dehydrating yourself because that's what acids do is they dehydrate. Um, and so I was having trouble, you know, I, I could keep myself pretty raw for like six days, but then on the seventh, I couldn't take it and I need to eat some hummus, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, However, what I really wanted to focus on is like, how, how can I change my mind that I just don't need this shit? And it actually ended up, I packed a lot of fruit one day for a hike, ate my psilocybin, went up, uh, you know, towards a basin, but a, a little, a little more towards Loveland, right in the middle kind of area. And, uh, I was just 
enjoying my watermelon so 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 much i was like man and and this makes me feel so good when i eat it too you know to where here's the reality when you cook your food you kill your food it has no biophotons whatsoever and biophotons please look that shit up it's how your cells communicate it's living light from the sun and uh you know, it has a lot of complications in your life if you don't eat enough biophotons. Uh, you can actually have very, very poor behavior, poor mental health, and physical health if you don't have enough biophotons in your body. Anyways, and so I was enjoying myself just so much on the watermelon, I was just like, man, why do I need to go back to the cooked food? It just doesn't serve me well. And I don't know whether it was just the emotion that was with it and mixed with the psilocybin, but it really cemented to me. I'm like, hey man, this cooked food, I know you're addicted to it and you really like it, you know, makes you feel all sedated and get sleepy and stuff, but that's not what we should be doing. That's not natural. It's not right. Monkeys don't do it. No other animal does it. Why? Well just try to be a monkey and so more or less i made that decision and uh i've been pretty pretty much acting like a monkey or eating like a monkey <laughs> i mean you guys could argue maybe i act like a monkey too but anyways eating like a monkey and wow man feels good feels very light feels very energetic you get really really good sleep and uh honestly you need even less sleep i will say this fruit is very hydrating i piss a lot at night i'll like piss maybe three times during the night somehow i still get fine sleep though even though my sleep cycle is you know kind of fucked up waking up two to three times a night just to walk over to the bathroom and take a piss but is what it is i don't feel tired throughout my day i wake up roughly around 8 a.m every single day go to bed uh, 11 to midnight every night or if you guys talk to me a lot in my dms even later <laughs> that's been the case lately i'm stirring up some trouble in the ski community um but you know i like to do that and so yeah, man, psychedelics, really, really great. Now, let me talk to you about this right here. Once again, shout out to Terrence McKenna for educating me on this. Do you guys know what an LD50 is? It essentially stands for lethal dose 50%. And so essentially what they do is they take about 20 rats and they incrementally dose the rats with said drug whatever drug and they keep on doing it until half of the lab mice or lab rats die and then they can say okay when we give a one kilogram rat this much of this substance it has a 50 percent chance of dying and so then they can use math equations to scale that up to, 
you know, a 60 kilogram human and says, you know, if you're 60 gram, uh, kilograms, then you should not take 30 grams of mescaline. You could die. Uh, mescaline is another psychedelic. It's a little gnarlier, to be honest. Um, you, you will throw up if you take mescaline. That's part of the trip. You throw up and then the second after it, you start tripping. Um, I haven't done it. However, my roommate literally just did it and he told me the story. (laughs) Um, yeah. And so here's the cool thing about, um, uh, at least psilocybin and LSD. LSD does not have an LD 50 at no dosage has it ever been found to be lethal and then psilocybin is something ridiculous like it's something to where like you got to eat a whole crate of psilocybin to start like seeing negative health effects so essentially those two drugs are completely safe dog completely safe and another thing Terrence McKenna kind of shed some light on is you can often tell how damaging a drug is to you by how long it takes you uh, to get back to normal from being high off of the drug. And that's the nice part is, is that uh, when it comes to acid and psilocybin, you and also DMT, DMT, uh, you, DMT is actually the most pure drug ever. You return to normal literally in an instant. And that's partially due to you find DMT in your own brain. It's produced when you die. And so it's a very natural complementing kind of drug and psilocybin and acid they both activate DMT in different ways. You know, even though they are not DMT, they have DMT-esque qualities. Um, and so, therefore, they return you to normal pretty pretty fucking chill. Like, you just kind of pick your head up and you're like, oh, it's over. The walls aren't breathing anymore. When I close my eyes, there's not a lot of pattern anymore. And, uh, yeah, man. So, I I really highly suggest everyone, everyone, try some psilocybin. Get connected. Because, keep in mind, another great thing about uh, psychedelics is their ego-killing, their centering, their grounding, you know. And that's a beautiful thing because a lot of us get stuck up in our minds telling ourselves who the fuck we are, you know, due to how other people perceive us. If somebody calls me a dick and which actually is funny because I have a DM from Jackson Karstetter calling me a dick, uh, (laughs) you know, if you have ego issues, then you're going to take that very literally very straight up like oh man everybody thinks i'm a dick oh no and you can really beat yourself up and that's not a good thing man that's really because that can lead to self-destructive behaviors in order to cope with that voice in your head 
kind of thing and you know if it's alcohol you can slip down a slippery slope same with pills anything like that man but the nice thing is when you're on these psychedelics a lot of times you they break down barriers so they break down that concept of ego of who you're telling yourself to be more or less it's a vacation of in from insecurities you leave yourself alone and during that vacation you're like wow i'm fine i'm fine just being myself i'm i'm not this i'm not that i'm just me right now in the present and that's a that's a really empowering beautiful thing to be very honest like i i cannot stress that enough to more or less kill the ego and understand that more or less you're nobody or you can look at it on the complete other side of the spectrum and you can feel incredibly connected with the energy around you you know the bugs on the ground the plants growing off the walls all that kind of shit be like oh wow i'm not you know chris i'm one with god i'm part of god if everything is god well i'm surely part of it too and that's a beautiful thing is when sadly a lot of people feel like they're very separated and isolated in this society i mean this society is a very sick society and if you don't believe me look at the cancer rates look at the pain look at the suffering look at the wars the debt you know the nastiness of everyday common people how parents are treating their kids how kids are treating other kids in school like Oh man, this society can get rough. So we often, as a result, get disconnected. It's a survival method because there's so much chaos. You know, it's the only way to do it is just to really just not identify with anything. And that includes not identifying with yourself. And that can come in the form of insecurities, drug habits, self-destructive behaviors, you know, anger, all, all kinds of things, man. And so when you take psychedelics, you get back connected. You're like, okay, there's bad things, but there's also good things. And then you can even take a step deeper and say, wow, bad things and good things go together like yin and yang, you know, and maybe I'm just the golden medium i'm just right in between i exist i witness these things i am these things all at the same time in a dualistic kind of way and so that's that's a very beautiful thing and i'll, I'll tell you another personal story because who knows maybe my personal story will really help you guys and you might try to replicate such a situation for your own healing is i i have a lot of family trauma a lot of family trauma and i mean we we can take it back to a few years of when my parents kicked me out at the height of my depression we could take it back even further to feeling just alone and misunderstood as a child we can take it even further back to my mom's side of the family having 
horrible histories of alcoholism, you know, and the trauma that that has caused and is still lingering around within my family. And so I had a lot of issues with that. I kind of ran away to Colorado to be a ski bum in order to cope with that. But after a certain time, I was just, I was tired. I was tired of being angry and upset and just not knowing. And I wanted to do something about it, you know. And so the first thing I started doing was really I wanted to fix myself. I wanted to get all the anger and hate and frustration and judgment out of myself. And so that kind of took place in a lot of solo trips up in the mountains just being by myself with myself accepting myself for who I am and you know having open conversations with myself whether that's me just sitting in the middle of you know a rock field up in the mountains or whether that's me sitting at home talking to the me in the mirror but eventually, one day, I, I took two tabs of acid and I went to my favorite place up at Loveland Pass. The meadows there are just, oh my god, they're gorgeous. And especially on psychedelics, oh my god, do the flowers just shine. They're neon. Um. Anyways, I made my way really, really far on the opposite side of where a basin is and i found this beautiful giant boulder to just kind of kick back eat some watermelon but then i just kind of decided man i need to say some shit as if i'm talking to my family because you know i my brother hates me my sister hates me my parents are terrified of me to be honest and so I had a mock conversation as if, you know, the boulder next to me was my brother and the rock next to that was my sister. And I had a very open, truthful conversation about how I felt about everything in my life and, you know, more or less that I didn't want to judge them as much as they probably don't want to judge me. And I just want to be happy and I just want to see the best for all of them. But, you know, I, I had to take accountability for my past actions. You know, screaming fuck you when they didn't understand me. And then me screaming fuck you at them just triggered their anger to call me evil and to tell me I'm going to hell and blah 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 this and that. And, you know... I had to bring all that shit up and relive it again, but it was nice because the acid allowed me to unblock those barriers and really say some words that I never thought I'd say out loud. More or less what it ended up turning into was a two hour conversation of me just screaming, sorry, had to burp, me just screaming into the wind, you know, out in the fucking mountain wilderness and it was maybe one of the best experiences I've had this entire summer. It, it was freeing. It was amazing. I came down from the mountain, you know, once I was done and the trip was kind of ending. And I sent a personal text to every single person in my family apologizing 
for my behavior and saying regardless of the context or the circumstances you know i had a decision i could act positively but a lot of times i acted negatively and went with insults and yelling and screaming and judgments you know and that's not right that's not right and that's not the person who i want to be and you know i i honestly don't believe i could have done it or at least i would have put it off for probably another year or two if I didn't have psychedelics to break down those walls and just kind of let me be me, get out what I need to get out, detox emotions. So, yeah, man, I highly suggest, I really highly suggest psychedelics. Um, is there an age limit? Realistically, no. I mean, you can't die from it, so no. But with that being said, if you're a young teenager and you got a lot of problems, a lot of anger built up, maybe you need to get yourself right, wait a few years, and then try it. But with that being said, who knows? It could help you. Everybody is different. And that's just the thing is psychedelics allow you to experience your unique self. So there is no perfect answer, you know, one brush fits all or one hat fits all kind of thing is like, more or less, you just got to open Pandora's box and shift through the shit. And that's the thing is the psychedelics open the box for you and allow you to really get into it. So highly suggest doing it. Um, if you need somebody to do it with you because you don't want to do a solo trip, especially for your first time, go ahead. That's not a bad idea. Just make sure it's your favorite person. Make sure if you're worried about tripping, make sure you do it with your favorite person. Whether they're doing it with you, which often is a lot of fun and a lot of laughing, or they're the bus driver and they're just going to watch and make sure that you're okay. So if you go into a bad place, they can help pull you out and make everything better kind of thing. The one thing I will say, psychedelics with strangers, man, I wouldn't suggest it. I wouldn't ever do it personally. Uh-uh-uh-uh. It is like when I take psychedelics, it is with my best homie or it is completely alone. I am not going to do psychedelics with a bunch of people that I do not know or just met, especially in a foreign territory like a concert venue or a parking lot at a concert venue or anything like that. Nah, keep it relative to yourself, man. Keep it relative to yourself. So those are my views on the whole thing, man psychedelics can really change your life for the better it really can bring you back to connectedness it really can destroy insecurities and problems and just settle a problematic mind into a beneficial positive mind all you have to do though you just got to try it you you can't you can't hear about it and be like oh yeah i've done psychedelics no It is something you have to personally experience 
because with every single person, it is completely unique. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for fucking listening, man. I, I really appreciate, you know, just having someone to listen to the shit that I gotta say. Hopefully this really helps you guys. Because, I don't know, why not? Let's all fucking grow. I'm tired of a sick society. Let's just be healthy, happy people. Peace, guys. Chris's Corner, bitch.